Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hello, welcome to Born Yesterday, a podcast experiment in which Andy Barr... Yes, it's me. ...and I have been cloning ourselves. You've got it right, my man. We have mm. been cloning ourselves, and yes. we have given those clones a task. Yes, and that's to learn about three things in 24 hours, and then we have invited special guests to explain other things to the clones. But these clones only understand three things to begin with. What are you going to do? The three things in this episode are... Columbo. Steamboat Willie. And Chainsaw. A Chainsaw, I'm presuming, but the notes only say Chainsaw, so that's what I've gone with. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Andy, what are your feelings about Columbo? Uh, I, uh, I'm i quite fond of Columbo. I enjoy an episode of Columbo now and again. I don't think I've ever seen an episode all the way through, and mm. uh, it's very highly regarded, the old Columbo. Yeah. I... Um, for a while, I had a friend at school whose whose uncle was uh, I. Well, I heard the information correctly the first time round, and then in my head, I made it more interesting. So his uncle played um, Vandervalk, uh, right. another I believe television detective. Yes, I heard that, and then I went, you know what? This would be better if it were Columbo. So I went around for a little while telling people that uh, my friend's uncle was Columbo. <laughs> renowned actor Peter Falk. Yeah, and then later, um, you know, kind of remembered that that was wrong. Yeah. There's quite a lot of tally detectives. The... You're absolutely right, my friend. There are, yeah. Well, the traditional thing was they all had a quirk, wasn't it? Yeah. So it's like... Miss Marple's old. Miss Marple's old. Yeah. This, one, um, this one's David Jason. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah, his yeah. quirk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A number of quirks, I hear. Uh <laughs> There's the one who's a... This guy's got an absolute fucking raft of quirks that maybe we don't want to look into. Maybe some people have looked into, but they've shoved them under the rug. There's also the one who's a priest. Who's that? Uh, it's Mark... Uh, I forget his second name. Father Mark. He's got a very normal name. He's in the fast show, it's that guy. Um, Mark Williams? Yeah, Mark Williams? I think so. Yeah. What's that? What show's that? Priest Detective. I don't Priest. Know. <laughs> Who commissioned that? I think it's been on for ages. <laughs> Somebody... Father Brown, I think right, it's called. So, so, you know, one day in the fucking BBC office, the, every, yeah. it's the day after the Christmas party, everybody is hanging out their arse. Mm. Mark Williams comes in, chances his arm and says, Priest Detective, and they go, yeah, whatever, here's some money now, go away. <laughs> Watch out for Jason on your way out. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, basically. Right. Yeah. Who else is there? Um, May Gray. Who's that? I think that's another um, Agatha Christie character. Yeah. I could be completely wrong. Hmm. Um, but the because now you get your line of duties. Bergerac. Bergerac's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Nettles. 
who, of course, then went on to be uh, DCI Barnaby in Midsummer Murders. And, of course, Poirot. John Nettles wasn't Poirot. No, I'm saying Poirot is another detective. I know. Whose quirk is that he's quirky. Mm. Well, he's, his quirk is that he's fat and Belgian. <laughs> <laughs> That's the... Yeah. Yeah. The little grey cells. <laughs> the little Belgian grey cells. Yeah. Um, and, of course, we get uh, Kenneth Branagh's Poirot these mm. days. Which is, you know, it's, it pales in comparison to the Suchet, really, doesn't it? Or the um, that old cunt who was in one of the older ones, Peter. I watched it over Christmas. It was on over Christmas. Is it a well-known actor? Eustinov. Oh, Peter Eustinoff was yes. in Columbo, yeah. Yes, he did a Death on the Nile. And mm. possibly did a um, Murder on the Orient Express as well. Peter Eustinoff was a... They always used to do... There was, in the sort of 70s, 80s, there was like a famous programme, An Audience With. Mm. And it was normally reserved for comedians, which makes sense. It's yeah. an audience with this comedian. Yeah. But they used to do it with like actors like Peter Eustinoff, which yeah. is basically... This guy used to get battered and has got loads yeah, of great yeah, stories yeah. about it. The television has immeasurably... Just dropped off a off a fucking cliff. Oh, hundred percent. I know that the the American late night shows still try and gin up that sort of sense of um, having a, a cozy name dropping conversation with yeah. somebody who's hammered and has lived a life. Yeah, but they're just boring. But they're not hammered. No, and they haven't lived interesting enough lives. No, because ultimately. Just being in loads of films isn't that interesting. But Fallon bloody sells it, though, doesn't he? Yeah. Slapping the table. Yeah. Um, Laughing at their NFT adverts. But a Peter Ustinov, they used to just put him on the chair. Yeah. No one interviewing him. Yeah. Just say, it's basically like they'd walked The him. following actors are gay. <laughs> <laughs> it's like they the producers... It's it's like they'd had something they'd had like Dave Allen booked in and Dave Allen for whatever you know family thing it wasn't available but we've got a full audience in a TV studio ready to go just pop, pop around the corners of the Yorkshire Grey and <laughs> just get somebody on grab Peter Houston off by the shoulders <laughs> as he's still talking he's still talking he's still clutching his pint he's still as well. <laughs> clutching his pint they sit him down in front of the studio audience oh, yeah. they're all drunk yeah. <laughs> they, they don't know what's happening anyway beautiful just. A, a golden era of yeah. British television. Yeah. I'd also like to bring up another thing about Colombo, um, which is just... Would you? <laughs> would you say that you would like to bring up just one more thing about Colombo? <laughs> because that would really fit with the uh, the topic of conversation. Uh, the comedian Frank Skinner yep. used to talk about an argument that he used to have with David Baddiel about because Peter Falk, who plays um, Columbo, yeah, um, he uh, he has a glass eye, yep, and they had an ongoing discussion as to whether or not in Columbo, Columbo has a real eye, and the glass eye is playing the part of Columbo's real eye, or Columbo has a glass eye like Peter Falk, right. That's a, that's a good bit of... Um, I'd love to hear Frank doing that material or talking about it. Yeah, yeah. Same. <laughs> I imagine there's there's quite a bit of mileage in that. Yeah. Thanks for that extra thing. Steamboat Willie's out of copyright. Yep. Yep. It's uh, fertile ground for... Which the... explains all of this um, artwork that you've suddenly had done on your flat walls, Andy. Yes, we've gone willy mad. Yeah. <laughs> Andy's um, Andy's house uh, now looks like um, a sort of uh, sort of the sort of knockoff art that you get on a bad theme park ride. Yeah, well, I mean, we were kind of we were we were looking around the flat and we were thinking, you know, we've been here for a couple of years now. We're getting slightly bored of the aesthetics now, and we had been inspired over the course of you know lockdown and the crypto boom and nfts and that sort of thing by yes. the by the bored apes and how you could take one sort of standard image mm. and then procedurally alter it in a in a variety of exciting ways with different sort of add-ons and stuff so we've we've got a lot of different steamboat willy mickey mouses yes all around some of them have sort of like peeling gangrenous flesh mm. some of them have uh sort of um 
MS-13 style face tattoos. Yes, I can see one. Uh, Hitler, or, you know, if, if you're a more modern type of guy, Robert Mugabe moustaches. It's um, yes. It really is a feast of the eyes. Have you ever actually watched Steamboat Willie? No, of course I fucking haven't. No, I have. Right. How would you How would you rate it? <sighs> it's It's the first. It's no boogie nights, that's for sure. No, it's not. <laughs> does it does it have a fucking huge dick? <laughs> it's no. <laughs> Snaking down his dungarees. <laughs> it's... Imagine watching Steamboat Willie and going, "Well, it's no Gasper Noe's irreversible." <laughs> I might might do that. Yeah. <laughs> um it's 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 a it's a it's a piece of history rather mm. than something that's necessarily held up. So run me through it. He's he's driving a he's sort of captaining a a, a boat. He's got a little boat and then Pete the big cat thing appears. Right. Yes, I think we've 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 spoken about this maybe vaguely before because I wasn't even aware that there was another character in it. Yeah. And it's Pete and, and it's sort a cat. of mishaps happen and then Minnie turns up and they play songs together. Right. How does she turn up? Was she initially on the she's just in the hole? I don't I don't right. recall. Right. She's just emptying the bilge or something because Mickey's Above that, well, it's the it's 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 the first ever sort of spoken dialogue in, in an animation because normally they'd have title cards, right? Um, yeah. But uh, but Minnie turns to Mickey and uh, she actually says, "I am the captain now," in a Somalian right. accent, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And what does does Pete have any say in this, or has he been dispatched by this point? He's been dispatched. Okay, how? Uh, I can't remember, but right. if I were to guess, I would say shot in the head and thrown overboard. Okay. Yeah. Well, I can see why um, why the, the Disney Corporation didn't feel the need to renew the copyright. Except <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's time. Yeah, and they're not really in. You know, they're not really gearing up to build a sort of Marvel Cinematic Universe around. Although, to be fair, there is a. Okay, this is an incredibly nerdy thing to talk about. Um. <laughs> Some listeners may be aware of the Kingdom Hearts. I was game. about to say you're going to bring up Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> yeah. For those not in the know, yeah. there is an insane sort of Marvel style Disney universe that is also a crossover with the extremely popular Final Fantasy video game mm. series, in which Mickey, Goofy, Donald, and various Disney characters are treated incredibly seri- seriously yeah. with a sort of um, uh, Baroque. Uh, like uh, eternal struggle anime style fantasy yeah. sort of thing. My my friend David has explained this to me on a number of occasions. I've never played one, but mm. every time he does, it feels like it's a sort of fever dream and uh, it's not real. The storylines are absolutely incomprehensible. And mm. then you look at footage of the game and they're just sort of in the nursery from Toy Story hitting some like slightly evil looking toys. Yeah. And then someone talks to you about, well, the darkness has stolen everyone's souls. <laughs> yeah, it's the kind of sort of um, creative endeavor that does give me some hope. Mm. If something like that can be made and and it, persist, and then and they're hugely popular. Yeah, yeah. Then you know, uh, maybe it's it's still possible to to create. Yeah, even if it does require a sort of weird postmodern melding of of two. Sort of diametrically opposed. Well, I think product. I, I believe those games are Japanese, and I think the, the the hope comes from there is a thing in Japanese popular culture where, in in a lot of Western sort of games or films or TV shows, something would happen, and the natural thing would go. Obviously, we have to explain yes. to the audience this why happened? this happened, and the Japanese attitude to that this is here <laughs> is is absolutely fuck you. <laughs> Yeah, I think that's a much better way of yeah. going about things. Mm. Do you have any anecdotes or experience with chainsaws? No, I don't. Um, I'm trying to think of anything. Um, have you ever watched the, what's it called? The It's on like Eurosport or something like that, the wood sports. Right. Where there's, it's it's a t- it's like a kind of like Nordic Scandi um pastime mm-hmm. which is mostly concerned with highly skilled sort of lumberjack based operations like getting the thinnest cut of wood with a oh, cool. with a chainsaw or just like yeah fucking 
monstering a, a huge trunk in uh, in no time at that, all. That sounds pretty awesome. That's know. quite good. It's one of those sort of sports that you can you can lose an afternoon to mm. if you're just flicking through the the channels. Yeah, like say it's middle of lockdown. You and your housemates are about ten cans deep by mm. four p.m. on a Wednesday. Yeah, and there's ski jumping on. Yeah, you know, half an hour of that, you're an expert. Yeah, this is when I start to wish I'd actually lived with housemates during the pandemic. It was really good. Yeah, yeah, I was so lonely. Mm. Um, have you ever played Hammerschlagen? No, what the fuck is that? Uh, so it is. A, it's a pub game. I think it's German in origin. And um, uh, you have part of a log in, in the pub and you you hammer some nails into it so that they're mostly sticking out of the log, right. but just so that they're firm and they're all sort of equally, um, they're at equal heights. Yes. And then you take it in turn with a hammer and you pick a nail and it's basically you get one strike of the nail and it's right. who gets it flush with the wood first. Ah. But it's a brilliant game because... Yeah. Being slightly pissed throws your aim off. Yeah. And also you're constantly um, having to make a decision between uh, how hard you strike the nail and how accurately you strike the nail. Yeah. Because you can go in and go, I'll really make a dent in it. Yeah. And you can either throw it off so it's in wonky or yeah. you just miss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. you've lost a sort of turn compared to everyone else. So it's actually really good. This feels like the sort of game that would be conducted with... Uh, a crowd of extremely red men around the back of you, all with fists raised in the air, clutching dollar bills, all shouting and sweating. And there's a sort of like there's a very there's a naked light above you, and it's swinging slightly, I, I, and everybody's shouting. I, I I don't think so. I think it's got more of a. Well, I mean, you've seen it, or you you've got an understanding of it, so yeah, you presumably. Well, wouldn't. because it's German, I think it's just a thing that sort of people do quite calmly in the back of a pub and have a good time, right. and then just do something else. Mm. I think if if we British had invented a game with a similar amount of violence associated with it, it would be. You'd absolute... have to wear you'd have to wear tailcoats whilst doing it. Yeah, and, you, and you'd be you'd have to wear tailcoats, and you'd be hammering the nails into a woodland creature's skull. Yeah, and it's who, mm. who can get it flush with the rest of the skull yeah. first? Where did you encounter this? Uh, in a pub in my hometown. Ah, the woodland folk. Yeah. On the borders. Yeah. It's sort of, of course, you didn't get telly until 1998. So. <laughs> it's quite a hipstery pub in my hometown. <laughs> What's it called? Uh, something and can, I think. <laughs> it's made a, yeah. made a big impact on your memory then. Absolutely, yeah. Smashing. That, I mean, that's what, one of the things that you do whilst playing Hammerschlagen. Our two guests <laughs> in this episode are Adam Rhys Davies and Andy Field. Yep. Uh, you can find Andy Field online if you search for Andy Field. He's been on before. You can go back to the end or start of that episode and pick up whatever plugs we did for him there. He's got a new podcast with his friend Kieran, which is called uh, Good Podcast Mate Congrats or something like that. And Adam Rhys Davies can also be found online and is often performing as his character Graham de la Cruz. Let's fucking light this motherfucker up. Adam Rhys Davies and Andy Field, thank you very much for agreeing to explain a few things to us today. Thank You're you. very welcome. Yes. Thank you. Thank, thank you. you for having us. Oh, thank you. Yeah, thank, thank you. you. I'm excited. No, thank you. Thanks. We're, 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 thank you. We're probably excited. Um, in the uh, in the 24 hours that myself and Andy have been alive, uh, we have come to learn something of the following three things. These are the three things we know about. Columbo. Steamboat Willie. Chainsaw. <laughs> These are the things that we have an understanding of. Yeah. Mm, okay. Um, Andy Field. Yes. In one minute, could you please explain to us who William Tell is? Your time starts now. I don't know. Um, <laughs> who do you think do you William Tell Care to do Tell anything is? with your William remaining Tell, 58? I don't know. Sounds like Alexander Graham Bell. Well, Who's that? Rhymes Who's that? with it. 
Well, that's the person who invented the television. The television is the thing that Columbo was broadcast on. You know, it was a television program. Right. What does rhymes with mean? Rhymes with is uh, when it sounds the same. So like same and fame, those rhyme with each other. Those are two different words. Alexander Bra- Graham Bell, William Tell. Yeah. They don't Bell sound and, the same. Bell and Tell. It's usually what it ends with that's the most important. What, what The end bit sounds the yeah, same. Yeah, although in an ideal world for it to be a perfect rhyme, Alexander Graham and William would need to be like a similar level of syllables. So it's not What's perfect. A syllable? Syllable is like the beat in a word. So like a Graham Bell would be like Graham. Those are two like... So it's, it's the, when you have the to change the... The different sound parts. Yeah, yeah, the different sound parts of words. Yeah, and Alexander yeah. Graham Bell invented the television. Um, or was it the telephone? I don't know. Time's up. Thanks very much indeed. Um, Andy Field, in uh, one minute, you've explained to us that uh, William Tell um, doesn't rhyme with Alexander Graham Bell, who invented television. Well, Tell rhymes with Bell. Yeah. But I really, now that we say it, I don't think he did invent the television. Okay, so we've learned nothing. Well, we've learned about rhymes and syllables. I think that was productive from like a linguistic okay. yeah. building block. It's all good information. You yeah. Know? yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. think, yeah. I would love to know who William Tell is, though, if anyone knows. Gravi- no, we we no, don't no, know. He gravity. No. <laughs> he directed Gravity. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you laughing? You don't know what that means. No, but, Sometimes you know, we're, we're taking, things happen. We're taking visual and, and yeah. sort of context You're clues. You're just laughing to, in politeness because yeah. we're laughing. That's nice. Hmm. Yeah, it felt like the thing to do at the moment. Yeah. Um, Adam. In one minute, could you please explain to us who Doja Cat is? Time Time starts starts now. now. So, uh, are you familiar with the concept of music? Um, There's some music in Steamboat. There's some sounds in Steamboat Willie. There is. um, More melodic sounds is music. Perhaps the opening of Columbo? Yeah, so there's a theme tune for Columbo. Right. How does that go in? Mm, Columbo. Yep, that's it. Yep. Yeah, as as um, and that will be sung by someone. What's singing? Singing is like talking, mm-hmm. but you sing instead of talking. Instead of talking. Yeah. How, so how, what is it? It's like talking, but uh, you different notes rather than just. Uh, Does that affect the syllables at all? They it can do. Yeah. yeah. In what way? Um, rather than speak the syllables, you will sing them. Okay. And who is Doja Cat? Doja Cat is uh, a singer. Yes. Who's not a cat. And what uh, is what's a cat? What's a cat? A cat is uh, like, uh, like Mickey Time's Mouse. Up. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, wow. Andy. Is Mickey Mouse a cat? No. <laughs> like Mickey Mouse, but not a mouse. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <sighs> like an animal. So, yeah. Doja Cat is somebody who is not... Uh, not like Steamboat Willie, the the mouse, Mickey Mouse. Yeah. Um, who has d- done something to the syllables of the Columbo theme in a way that that they've they're, they're different from t- talking. Absolutely. He's broken them from their normal pattern. Mm. Yeah. I think that was pretty concise. Thank you. Thank you. Well, yeah. Thank. Pleasure. Thank okay, you. Appreciate it. What's pleasure? <laughs> no, let's not. I mean, you can expand on anything you like. What's pleasure? A beautiful sunset. Um, you know when Columbo like works it out at the end, ah. and it's like it's really satisfying, right? Like, yeah, you, yeah, could, yeah. you could say that's a sense of pleasure. Mm. You know, when you wait for pleasure, something. Pleasure is discovering who murdered someone. Yeah, or, thank you, or, Andy. Or like achieving. Your <laughs> thank victories. you, Andy. Cheers. <laughs> um, we are aware that there are other places apart from this place, and we'd like to learn some more about them. Andy, in two minutes, could you please explain to us what or where the Leaning Tower of Pisa is? All right. time starts now. Uh, well, this is a good one. So, you know chainsaws? Good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and how they cut down trees? Yeah. Um, and when the trees are falling, sometimes they fall at a bit of an angle. Right, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, imagine if it just froze there. I don't what know. What do you mean? They always fall if, at a bit of an angle. Well, I know, but they fall. Well, but, but, what's a bit of an angle? So as they fall, yeah. they go from standing up straight to being on the floor. Yes. And in the middle of that, the into the sort of they're sort of stage. like when they're so hovering between, in the air. Between being upright and on the floor, that's an angle. Yeah, and they, they're and at they, an angle. And okay. they sometimes do that. 
Well, no, no, they they almost always fall straight to the floor. When, but imagine okay, I, it's froze. the exception that I'm <laughs> interested in. Yeah, under what circumstances no does it change to tree? Right, so they always but were you to take a picture of it in the process of falling from upright to the floor. What's it taking would be a picture frozen of it? in place? It's when you can freeze an image. So right now you're looking at me. Yes. So if you took a picture of me in this moment, yeah. then you would you would be able to hold it and be like, and, oh, there's and a picture did a little of him. Motion, right. yeah. Uh, to, oh yeah, no, that didn't translate on the podcast. To, to, but I did to, like to, a little to be in a post. moment. You did a little motion. Yeah. yeah, but so if you took a picture like that of a tree in the process of but falling you, down, you, you say right. take take a picture and you're not explaining what that is. What is taking a picture? It's just like a frozen image. It's when you so freeze right someone. Now, everything that you're seeing is moving around. How do we do this uh, mm. with a camera? And a camera is literally a ma- just a thing, a machine like a chainsaw designed to take pictures. A camera is like a chainsaw, <laughs> right? Yeah, in the same way that they're things invented to do things. Right. But a chainsaw is invented to chop down so trees. So the television's and a invented, invented to have Columbo on it. To take pictures. The camera's invented to take a picture of a tree exactly. coming down, and the but chainsaw way, takes the tree down. If you can imagine a tree at an how, angle, how does a chainsaw freeze someone? Um, no, no, totally different things that they do. Chainsaws okay. cut down trees. Yes. Cameras freeze people into f- permanent images, just, but they're like separate. It's like another clone, you know. But it never cameras, moves or speaks. Cameras, <laughs> cameras <laughs> make mute clones. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Just like A4 Thank you. printed Thank you, out. Andy. Thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, in your two minutes, you've explained to us that the Leaning Tower of Pisa. <laughs> I never quite got to it. <laughs> is in in some way related yeah. to the practice of creating. Mute frozen clones of trees, yes, that are, yeah, betwixt, yeah, upright and on the floor. I felt like it was pretty close to tying all of that together, but maybe, maybe another time, it's fine. Maybe there'll be opportunity, who knows, later, it could could come up later. Um, Adam, could you please explain to us where Snappy Snaps is and what it is? Your time starts now, so, um. Snappy. So, like we just talked about uh, cameras, yeah, you got uh, creating uh, yeah. mute, still <laughs> frozen clones that you can of trees. physically hold and look at. You can mm. hold the tree clones. Uh, the, the 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 product of a, a tree clone is a picture. What, what is the product of a tree clone? <laughs> Not quite sure. Um, a, a, a frozen image, a picture. So right. you will take one of your your camera devices. Is a picture different to a frozen tree clone? I, I, you may have taken a picture of a tr- tree clone. Okay. <laughs> so, 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 so is 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 the picture something that the frozen tree clone is contained within, or is the frozen tree clone the same as a picture? Yes. No, which <laughs> first one? The first one is a thing that a frozen tree clone. And what is that? It's a, a, an image. Um, so I'm looking at you now. And we're back on this, are we? And I want to remember it forever. <laughs> so I use okay. my... Why? <laughs> because it may be the last time I see you. Okay. So I'll take that and yes. then back in the old days... Take it so it's a thing you can hold. Well, in the camera, first of all, but I can't see it yet because I need to get it ready. So I will take it to what a snappy need, What snap. do you need to get it ready for? Uh, because it's in the camera right now. So you've got to right. try and get the, it out of the camera. Got to get it out of the camera. Okay. okay. And the people that can get it out of the camera yeah. are the people that work in Snappy Snaps. Who are the people who work in Snappy Snaps? Uh, and lovely, what is work? Lovely people. <laughs> work is doing something for money. Right, okay. To then... Like the murderers in Colombo. Uh, yeah. Some of them do it for money. Some of them do it because... So murdering people is a job. Some view it as a job. Mm. Some people who views it as a job. Serial killers. What's a serial killer? Someone that does it again and again. Who murders people for uh, money? Yeah, not always money. Thank you. <laughs> thank you, Adam. Hey, thank you. Andy, we'd like to sum up what we've learnt there about uh, Snappy Snaps. Yep. Uh, so Snappy Snaps is a is a place that you would take your camera to get a, a, a frozen tree clone, mm-hmm. and uh, it would be. People in there who may or may not be murderers <laughs> are are capable of of extracting this clone from the from the camera because they want to remember it forever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Thank you, Ed. Welcome. Thank that you. Was, yeah, yeah it's a nice stuff. Thank you so much. Um, one area of human experience that we are particularly keen to learn more about is the world of art, art, and the world of creativity. Uh, Andy. Yeah. In three minutes, could you please explain to us as much as you know 
about the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Oh, Your okay. time starts now. Oh. All right. Imagine if Columbo was black. <laughs> <laughs> All right. At a base level. <laughs> so... Everyone in Colombo is black. <laughs> and they're all actually his family. And they live in a big house. Um, but, like, change all of the narrative. Andy, yeah? when, you, when you say black, what do you mean? Oh, it's just sort of like a, a shorthand word to denote people whose skin is, like, a different colour. Like, uh, like Steamboat Willie. Yeah, so Steamboat Willie's like, uh, uh, I mean, the, the, he's black and white, but that's, like, yeah. that's different to... Okay. to we would we would say people who aren't cartoons like you're white, uh, but like like Michael Jordan <laughs> is good black, to know. or the Fresh who's, Prince of Bel Air is black. Who's Michael? Michael Jordan? Jordan's a basketball player. Let's ignore that. I no, don't want to bring it no, up. No, no, let's, <laughs> let's, what's, let's what's basketball? Not. Basketball is actually something that the Fresh Prince of Bel Air does. Okay, um, ah. he uh, he was uh, on the court shooting some hoops outside, outside on the school. school is that before a or, guys who is that before no or after he solves the murders started causing trouble in his neighborhood no i was saying we should we should get rid of the narrative aspects of colombo we're just trying to picture a tv program where everyone's black rather than like uh detectives but you said the right. fresh prince was like colombo does yeah. he have one eye no, just in the does sense, he have one eye pointing in another direction sometimes depends where he's looking but it's mm. it's more I mean, about i mean separate to the other eye that he's got he might have ambidextrous eyes is, I don't he, know. is he called colombo or does he no he isn't he's called, is he called Black he's called Columbo. Will, actually. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you could, I mean, in certain Will. ways, he is a black Columbo. He's getting to the bottom more of Which... social issues. Okay. <laughs> and if he's, if he's just about to solve the social issue, but he requires an extra piece of information, yeah. what would he say? Well, at the end of every episode, he gets everyone together and he's like, yo, <laughs> I've, I've worked out that we Does should be it? kind to each other, you know, something yeah. like that. And that's solving a social mm. issue. Yeah, later. every episode they solve a different social issue. Mm. That's okay. the aim. And who are the other people in The Fresh Prince of Bella? Um, well, there's his best friend DJ Jazzy Jeff. Uh, What's that? Uh, well, DJ mm. it means disc jockey, and it's someone who plays music, like from Steamboat Willie. It's, someone, it's someone, who, who, someone who ruins the theme tune to Columbo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Do, but does, in so many diverse ways, you can barely tell it's the Columbo theme tune. Does does um, disc jockey Jazzy Jeff have a have a counterpart in Columbo? Um, I'll be honest, I've never seen an episode of Columbo, but maybe most of the right. characters change there's Columbo yeah. and then an unseen Mrs. Columbo yeah yeah. well he's sort of like a Mrs. Columbo can you see him right. um, sometimes but sometimes he's thrown out of the house straight out of shot and you just hear him why? go whoa <laughs> <laughs> why is he thrown out um, murder uh, well the Fresh Prince of Belair's uh, Uncle Phil doesn't thank like you. him thanks. thank you Andy thanks thank you your time is up it's all right. Andy, you've explained to us that the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air is a black Columbo uh, in which uh, Will, Smith, Will solves social murders. Yeah. Wait, Will yeah. who? Huh? I did say Smith, in all fairness. Yeah. So you, you might know Don't that. Just sometimes words occur to me. Yeah. And, and Uncle Phil doesn't like DJ Jazzy Jeff. Yes, yeah. that's true. Brilliant. Thank you very much. I'm pleased with that one. Yeah, I, I'd watch it. I, I, feel that I feel a lot more overflowing with knowledge now and I hope that I, I become absolutely full to the brim um, on the next round um. when you're ready to pop the question the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring at BlueNile.com you can design a one of a kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online choose your diamond and setting when you found the one you'll get it delivered right to your door Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. 
It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Adam, could you please explain to us in three minutes uh, the work of art Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dream Coat. Your time starts now. Oh, musical theatre. So, um, what's that? Oh, We've got a well, basic understanding of what a song is. Okay, so imagine so syllables are different. Imagine Colombo was happening. In black f- or white? Doesn't matter either. Some of them were black and white. Some of them were color, but it will okay. be in color. Okay, because right. he's got an amazing color, Technicolor Dream Coat. Right. Okay. Now imagine a telly. <laughs> program like Colombo was happening in front of you for real and you're seeing the people in front of you telly doing... does happen in front of you for real yeah but they're yeah. inside <laughs> they're not inside it. you're you're watching where are in... they they were somewhere else when they made it in 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 the television they're not in the television do you in order to get the the Colombo in the interesting coat out of the television do you need to go to like a comparable snappy snaps to get the tree clones out of a camera no. Oh. Uh, you uh, so chose with the base technicolor drink. Yes. You'd go to a theatre. A theatre. Yeah. So it's a sort of snappy snaps. It's for like the a big snappy snap. And the murderers there are capable of. Uh, well, the murderers there are like ushers. <laughs> what do ushers do? Tell you to sit down okay. to watch the show. So they're murderers, but they just tell you to sit down. Well, they just don't murder. So they're not murderers. What are they paid to do? Then? <laughs> <laughs> to. Make you sit down and have you have, have your your sweets. How much are they paid for that? Probably quite little. Okay. <laughs> what sweets? So why don't they become so, murderers? Some of them could be murderers, but it, it, most murderers won't. So tell when you, you go to a theatre, you never know. You could be sat next to a murderer, but most murderers won't tell you if you're a murderer <laughs> because that's bad murderer. Well, that would put Columbo out of the job. Wouldn't yeah, it? yeah. Columbo's job is to say you're the murderer. Cool, but Columbo's not here. We're in a, in a big snappy snap. He, he could be if we he, had a television. He could be, but we're in, in a big snappy snaps. Yeah. About to watch one of the greatest musicals. Okay. On stage. And a musical is. A musical is. Uh, imagine Columbo, but he he gets so angry about something. The only way he could uh, get that over to you is by singing it in a song. What's so he, he, What's he angry about? Uh, he could be angry about. Uh, 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 about, oh, who's taken my coat? It's my lovely golden Technicolor dream coat, and they've taken it. And I've Columbo would be able to figure that out. Yeah, but Columbo is not in Joseph. You said it was and a Columbo wearing a big coat. Yeah. No, but like imagine, so instead of Columbo, yeah. you've got your main part, which is Joseph. Yes, and he's right. a sort of different Columbo. He's, yeah, well, he's a Columbo in that he's a person, but he <laughs> okay. doesn't okay. solve crimes. You could have just said that. Okay. I could have. <laughs> I really want to talk to you about how amazing Joseph from the Amazing Technical Well, you've got is. five seconds. It's got really lovely songs. Yeah. Um, and uh, your time is up. Thank you, Adam. <laughs> Thank you, Adam. Well, I feel like there was a lot of information in there. Yeah. Thank you. It was always too much. Yeah. It was overwhelming. Yeah. Andy, could you sort of sum up what we've uh, learned there? I'll, I'll try my best. A theatre is a sort it's kind of like a television except the people the Columbo and the maybe the the black Columbo Will Smith mm. are there um and sometimes they get so angry they have to sing a song um if their coat's missing yeah and you'll get told to sit down <laughs> <laughs> by someone you Who, don't know is a murderer yeah well you don't know it they might be yeah, they, you don't if, if you the don't, ushering is not paying enough then they yeah. might get into you when, murder on the when side. an usher tells you to sit down you're never really entirely sure of their no. work status yeah, yeah. thank you Pat. thanks so much thank you no thank you thanks myself and uh, andy are aware 
that other things have happened before us and we'd like to know some more about those things um andy yeah in uh in two minutes oh can you please explain to us what happened during the battle of hastings your time starts now uh 1066 what's that <laughs> that is the year that the battle of hastings happened and the year is mm. a number mm. that changes every year. Why? By one. Why? Um, just to keep track of when everything happened, just relative to itself. So just to keep track of it? Yeah, exactly. Okay. So, you know, in one year, yeah. you'll be one year old. Mm. And it'll be easy to remember that because you'll be like, I was born in 2024 and now it's 2025. And that's one difference. So I'm one. And there's a collective understanding of the length of a year. Yeah, yeah, we're all okay. just agreed on it, just mutually right. across the world, just okay. to make everything easier. Mm. And in 1066... Have we, have we ever decided to have a short year? I think sometimes there are leap years where there's like a couple fewer days. Why? Okay. Um, I don't know. Just mix it up. Fun and cheeky. Sometimes you can pretend you forgot and like miss a day of work. I just... It you keeps forget, us on our toes. You forget to kill. Yeah, yeah <laughs> what's, exactly. What's the cheekiest length of year you could have? Well, I mean, it gets exponentially more cheeky. I guess the shorter or longer it gets. So, uh, so, so things you know, get, a thousand th- days would be exceptionally cheeky. Right. Things get uh, cheeky. One day would be very cheeky as well. Things right. get cheeky the shorter they get. I think the further away from their intended length, if we're right. talking about t- units of time. That's good okay. to know. Like, if someone said, I'll be there in 10 minutes and they were there in three hours, you'd think that's cheeky. Would you right. describe 1066 as a particularly cheeky year? Um I think if if someone said, let's travel back in time five years and you ended up in 1066, you'd say, that's cheeky. You've overshot. Because it's not the right size. Exactly, because it's so far away from the length that we were saying. That's good to know. And what happened in 1066? I think the King of England was shot in the eye with an arrow. Was that that one? You're not going to tell me. But I'm going to say that that's one. It's one from the Bay of Tapestry. What's an arrow? Yeah, I was going to ask that. What's an arrow? It's like a pointy thing that you can just use this projectile to fire really, really hard and it would just go... Straight right. in your face. Mm. Would that be cheeky? Um, that'd be more on the rude side. Your time is up. Thank you, Andy. Um, what we've learnt there is uh, 1066 was a cheeky amount of time in which the King of England was rudely... Uh, had something put in his eye. Yeah, he yeah. killed him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. And and what's that? Uh, that's when you um, just stop breathing and seeing and feeling and en- everything. And you just die. You're dead. You're, you're numb. And Columbo has to find out why. Yeah. Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. yeah. That's what happens so in Columbo. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. sorry. Or if you mishap with a chainsaw. Mm. We are new to all of this. Yeah, no, yeah. of course, of course. Um, Adam. Hello. Would you be able to tell us in uh, two minutes uh, what happened when Elon Musk took over Twitter? Your time starts now. So... Colombo, there's always... Black or white? Uh, we'll go white. White Colombo. <laughs> Why not? Um, so in Colombo, there's always a, a baddie, the one that's done the killing. It's the bad person. The murderer. Yeah. A murderer, yeah. And we know that that's bad. Mm-hmm. And we know that they're bad from the beginning. And Elon Musk is a bad one. Right. I'm going to challenge you there. I don't think that we always know in Colombo that someone's the murderer from the beginning. I think it's Colombo's job to find out. No, you always know from the beginning who's murdered. That's why Colombo was very exceptional of its time, because it switched the format of the crime drama. What's a crime drama? Colombo. It's when you're watching someone in a television work out who the murderer Who's is. Who's done a bad thing, right. normally murder in, in uh-huh. Columbo. But sense. normally you wouldn't know who the murderer is beforehand. In a Columbo, yes. So in Joseph in the Technicolor Dreamcoat, we yep. know who's taken his coat from the... <laughs> I actually don't... Yeah, because the brothers take his coat. So who we the, know that. Who, as the, who are the brothers? brothers? Joseph's got lots of brothers. Oh. And they get really knocked off that he's got this lovely sort coat. DJ Jazzy Jeff or... Uh, yeah. Okay. Um, lots of Jazzy Jeffs are his brothers. There's lots of Jazzy Jeffs. Yeah. And they're annoyed about his... Why are they annoyed about his coat? he's got a really fancy coat. Fancy meaning? Uh, like really beautiful to look at, like sparkly. Good, uh, good. Really mm. good quality. That's okay. Good quality. And what coat. sort of coats are the Jazzy Jeffs wearing? Uh, really like raggedy, horrible... Is that why Uncle Phil's always throwing them out? Yeah. Okay. So they're, 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 they're jealous of Joseph's... They're jealous of his, of his coat. Right. And his ability to... And they take his coat and they pretend that he's dead oh. to make the dad upset. How? How is he dead? 
so they take his coat off of him and they chuck him down a well. What's, what's well? It's a, a big hole that thanks, goes thanks. into the Thank you. Didn't talk Thank you, your time's up. Thank you. <laughs> Andy, could you sum up what we've learned about what happened when Elon Musk <laughs> took over I Twitter? I can sum up what we've learned. Uh, <laughs> we, we've learned that... Um, uh, uh, Joseph's brothers are uh, Jazzy Jeffs, raggedy Jazzy Jeffs, who um, are envious of Joseph's nice, good quality coat, mm. and so they lob him down a well mm-hmm. to make Uncle Phil sad. <laughs> Thank you, Ed. Thank you. Thanks. And that's exactly what happened, from my perspective at Isn't least. It? Yeah, yeah. Spot on. There are so many things to learn about. <laughs> <laughs> We'd like to learn about some more things. Of course. Yeah. Andy, in two minutes, could you please explain to us what a bottle of sunscreen is? Um, yeah, so a bottle is like a container, uh, something that stuff goes in. Like a camera, which has a tree clone Yeah, in so it. cameras mm. have pictures in them, but uh, a bottle could have like liquids in them, like water. Like, you know, Steamboat Willie? The, yep. the boat yes. the boat is on water. Yes. Okay. Uh, but and if you put a and container, there's a little, there's a little mouse or a, or a bottle into the water, yes. then that would have water in it. Do you have to go to Snappy Snaps to get the water out if you wanted it's it? To come absolutely out? unrelated to it. But it's a container, so you have yeah. to. So you go to you go to the theatre to get a Columbo yeah. out of the television, and then there's some sort of intermediary who has to get something out of a different yeah. kind yeah. of container. And then you go to Snappy Snaps to get tree clones out of a thing. So wh- where do you do? You, do you need the someone? Good, to the get good the... thing about a bottle is you can fill it up and empty it yourself with with do liquid. Do you get paid and, for that? Um, I suppose if you were to do it really well, maybe live stream it on the internet. Does the mouse have an emotional reaction to if you take some of the water? The mouse isn't always there. Um, when does when, it, when it, does it depends on the body of water. <laughs> well, I think I suppose he's usually with his steamboat, hmm. but uh, you don't have to get it from the body of water with a steamboat in it. You could get it from uh, uh, you know a puddle or a lake or a river. Does or... the presence of the steamboat affect the quality of the water in any way? I think it might do actually. Really, I mean, it's slightly polluting old where, technology. So, where would you where would you rank a puddle, steamboat water? I suppose it depends what you want to do with the uh, with the water that you. But really, what, what we're talking you, what about, what could you do with water? You could drink it, or use it to wash yourself, or you okay. could throw it at someone in their eyes. If it was really dirty and gross, that might be like a good right. way to spite and them. Where, and that water would be. Uh, maybe puddle water, water. you throw at someone. Okay. What uh, sunscreen? Yeah, well, that's what I've been trying to get around to. Really, it's, okay. it's it's like water, but it's thicker, and you can put it on your skin, and it protects you from being burnt by the sun. What's mm. the sun? Uh, it's like outside; it makes everything really bright. It goes away at night time. Your time's up. Thank, Thank you. you, Andy. Thank you so much. Um, now, <laughs> <laughs> what we've learnt there mm. is that there's these brilliant things called bottles, and Without the aid of any kind of murderer, technician or yeah, yeah, any usher or murderer or yeah. anyone who works in Snappy Snaps for a theatre, without any assistance, you can put liquid in them and take it out them of them at your at your leisure and mm. use that liquid for a variety of different purposes. Yeah, and uh, throwing at people, washing yourself or drinking. Yeah, and um, and the sun, you can use it to protect yourself from the sun, which is a big thing that lights everything up. Yeah, beautiful. Perfect. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I, I back everything yeah. I said there. Thank you. Good. No, you're welcome. Thanks so much. Uh. <laughs> Adam, please uh, explain to us in two minutes <clears throat> what an angler fish is. Time starts now. So, a fish mm-hmm. is a living creature, like Steamboat Willie. Uh, yeah. So imagine a mouse. Yes. Like Mickey. Yeah. Yeah. But small, smaller, smaller than a mouse. <laughs> Would you and describe it as a cheeky size? It could be a cheeky size. You right. can get fish in all sorts of sizes. What is the what is the sort of median size for a fish? I'd uh, say the, the, you know the 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 size around which cheekiness is defined. Okay, so I'd say well, the average fish is probably I'd say <laughs> the size of a flip flop. <laughs> What's a flip flop? <laughs> oh yeah, of course you don't know what flip. Um, so we're wearing shoes. What? You know what shoes are? Oh, yeah. Shoes cover your feet to stop you stepping in a puddle. Columbo the, wears shoes. Uh, Columbo wears shoes. The black uh, bit at the bottom of Columbo. Correct. And, or white and Columbo. Mickey has 
<laughs> Mickey has um, <laughs> Mickey has yellow ones. Yeah, yellow. Well, if you're watching the team, really, they're probably black because it's black and white film. Yes. Um, but imagine, <laughs> uh, imagine a shoe without a top. Okay. Yeah. That's a flip flop. Or I could have said okay. a fish is average size of a standard shoe. Right. So, so, so any any fish <laughs> that is is either smaller or larger than a flip flop is cheeky. Yeah, because a little fish. You're like, oh, I didn't see that coming. It's a cheeky little fish. <laughs> Do you see a, an average fish coming? Is that? Uh, yeah, yeah. How okay. how would you see a fish coming? You'd have to. <laughs> 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 uh, you'd have to look in the water. If oh, so, so fish are in the water. Fish live in the water. Mm. Yeah, yeah. If you take a fish out of water, it will die because it needs to be in the water. It, it'll get murdered. No, it, it dies itself. No one kills it. It murders itself. So, so like, if you if you were to take a fish out of the water and then it died, you would feel unconnected from that. Uh, yeah, you'd be the murderer. If you took the fish out of the water, thank you. then yeah, you were thank a fish you. Killer. Time's up. Time's up, and thanks. So, thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> How do you see a fish coming? <laughs> oh. yeah, hardly know her. <laughs> Andy, would you like to sum up what we've learned about an anglerfish? <laughs> oh. Yes, yeah, so an anglerfish is a presumably. I'm inferring this a type of fish. Um, a, a, a fish. <laughs> we never go around to that exact yeah. bit. A fish is is kind of like it, <clears throat> like the the bottom of a of, of white Columbo's shoe or a a, a flip flop. It's around that size. Uh, mm. Sizes can vary though. It goes cheeky in either direction. Um, and if one were to take it out of the the water where it lives, it would it would pass away. Mm. That's that's what I've got. Mm. Thank you, Adam. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. We'd like to know <laughs> how to speak. <laughs> We'd like to know more about human behaviour mm. and things people do. Andy, in two minutes, could you please explain to us what I would be doing were I to ask Alexa to order toilet roll? Your two minutes start now. Absolutely. So you know when uh, Columbo has conversations with people? Like, he'll speak to someone and they'll speak back. Yes. Like, we've been speaking to each other. Yes. Mm-hmm. You could also do that with uh, robots. What's a robot? Yeah. It's just like a, well, it's just a bit of technology, like a computer, like a chainsaw. But instead of chopping down trees, it can, have... it can hear the things that you say how... and then say things back to you. How can a chainsaw hear what you say over all of the noise? No, it can't. It's just a machine. That's what I'm saying. In the same way that But you said you could have a conversation with it. Yeah, so if a chainsaw yeah. didn't work at all as a chainsaw and could hear what you said and then speak back to you, that's basically more what an Alexa is. Who but would, an Alexa doesn't have that? any other chainsaw accoutrements to begin with. Alexa, I think Alexa's Google. And they, they started that, off trying to make Amazon? a chainsaw. And then, is it yeah. Amazon? Yeah, yeah. Mm. At um, what point did they realise it wasn't going to be any good as a chainsaw? I think pretty much day one. I, I'm almost what certain sort of it was con- never in the in the cards for it to work as one. What sort of conversation would you have with a chainsaw that can't cut down a tree? Uh, well, you could ask it what the time is, and it could tell you what the time is because it can it can basically search the internet really fast. What's and the internet? It's like having a per- personal assistant. What's the internet? Um, it's sort of all of the information in the world floating oh. through space that can be accessed by computers, like chainsaws, mm. but like the, so that don't chop down a, trees. A, a computer is the sort of snappy snaps to get information out of the world. Yeah, yeah. A computer right. contains all of the information in the world, yeah. and you can access that. Uh, by, and sometimes you can just ask a little uh, robot chainsaw. Like, so the chainsaw... Sometimes that- you can do this. <laughs> well, it depends on the right... You know, if you talk to a toaster, it won't answer you. Why not? <laughs> it doesn't know what you're saying. It can't hear Why you. Why not? It's not connected to the internet. Why not? Um, it's just made to toast toast. So if you were to connect a toaster to the internet... <laughs> It might be able to tell you the time. Yeah, potentially. I think you could probably link an Alexa to a toaster. Thank you. But it Thank would you, more be a, yeah, two separate machines. And toilet roll. Yeah, well, that's another thing you could ask the Alexa. Yeah, is, is to get In a sentence, roll. what is it? Uh, computer you can talk to that does stuff. Toilet roll. Toilet roll. Oh, toilet roll. Yeah, in a sentence. Uh, paper to wipe poo from your bum. So what we've learnt there about what I would be doing were I to ask Alexa to order toilet roll is I'd be having a conversation with a mute, useless, but 
all-knowing chainsaw and I'd ask it to get me some paper to wipe poo off a bum because a toaster can't. Yeah, I suppose the toaster bit's a bit added extra, but yeah, yeah, pretty much. Thank you, Andy. No, you're so welcome. Thanks. <laughs> Adam, in two minutes, could you please explain to us what we would we would be doing were we to be winning the jackpot on the fruity? Time starts now. So, uh, a fruity is yes. a machine, yes. a bit like a chainsaw, but its function is you put money in it. Right. To hopefully get more money from it. Right. So you... How does that work? Yeah. So it's you mechanism have to match up some things <laughs> on the machine. Mm. And if you match those things up, you win a jackpot, which is like the most amount of money you can get from that thing. So is this someone's job to convert no. some money into more money? No. So the machine does it for you. Right. Right. So you put your coins... It's the machine's in. job. It's the machine's job, yeah. Right. It's it's function. But the machine mm. is losing money. The no, because you only win money if you win. But the machine <laughs> doesn't win any money. It keeps your money, so it, it's winning all the time. Why does it right. want thing things matched up? Because what things? Little symbols, little pictures. Okay. pictures what of, does it get out of this? Um, your money, because you don't win it very often, so you'll spend more money playing it. Then you will win in it. So the, the the machine's well raking in the dollar. So overall, it gives out less money than it takes Absolutely. in. Absolutely, right. it takes more. That's why people. What pay are the so What much. are the pictures? Uh, little pictures of fruit. What's mm. fruit? Yeah. Fruit is something you would eat from a tree, <laughs> right. mainly. Would you eat it from a tree when it was upright, in between the space between upright mm. and on the floor, or on the floor? If you're taking it when it's on the floor, it's probably going to be. Dead fruit is going to be oh. rotten. And so who, would, who murders the fruit? The true person that's cut down the tree. <laughs> right. Does this fruit different from bark? Yes, because you can't really eat bark. Why not? Because you can't digest it. Would a fruit machine have different pictures of bark that you have to match up? No, it's all. Your time is up. Thank you, Andy. <laughs> I've never played one ever. Um. <laughs> <laughs> So we've we've got a, a, a an understanding of different sort of types of types of machine. Um, a camera is a container for clones of trees. Co- television is, is a container for Columbo. A bottle is a container for for liquid. The fruit machine is a container for money that also then gives out more money. It doesn't change it into anything, mm-hmm. but, but some people are motivated to try and match up pictures of fruit mm. to try and get the money, even though they never do. Correct. Thank you, Ed. Wow. That's, that's genuinely a more thorough understanding than I thought you were going to come out with after Thank that. Good. No, that is, I yeah. surprised myself. Yeah, we, we appreciate all the information. Oh, Thank you're you. so welcome. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, we, uh, we have a possession of the English language, but not a full understanding of it. Sure. So we'd like to know more about how people use the English language. Yeah. Andy, in... Uh, in two minutes, could you please explain to me what I would mean were I to say that's a bit old school about something? Your two minutes start now. Old school's old fashioned, sort of something from a past time. You know how ten sixty six. Yeah, exactly. That would that would be extremely old school. Yeah. I think we right. usually use old school in more contemporary kind of like nineteen eighty would also be quite old school. Right. What happened in nineteen eighty? It was just a while ago. A range of things happened. Um so you know, people wore wore slightly different clothes. Give us three things that happened in nineteen eighty. Diana died. Who's was, Diana? No, wait, no, she didn't. She died in the nineties. Who's Diana? Don't know. Doesn't matter, she's dead. Who killed her? Um, (laughs) I think maybe uh, Columbo would know, but it might have been after his time. Columbo was in the 80s, I think. Okay, that's two things. set in the 80s. Diana and Columbo, and one more thing that happened in the 80s. Um, uh, David Bowie was doing a lot of coke. And And who's who's David Bowie? Oh, he's a fantastic musician. You know how there was music in Joseph and the Technicolor Dreamcoat? And at the start of Columbo. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, David Bowie made like his own music that wasn't even based off the Columbo soundtrack. He was like really making his own stuff. What did he do to syllables? Um, He elongated them sometimes. He he sang them quite high, quite low. Did that make them cheekier? 
I, it was quite cheeky music, I would say. I think he took yeah, that's quite a thought. pride. If we're, if we're changing the syllables, they must become cheeky because they're they're a different size to their regular size. Yeah, yeah. Mm. No, I, I would. I so would all, say. all music is in, in some way cheeky. Yeah, yeah. So I could say like cheeky, mm. or I could go like cheeky, and, and that's it, cheekier. <laughs> is it possible for a syllable to become rude? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I think so. How? Yeah. Well, sometimes I suppose it could be a rude word, or you could just say it in a rude way, like cheeky. You know, yeah, like, and then you're being a bit rude in just the intensity. That could you say a rude word in a cheeky way? Um, shit. Oh. <laughs> I got, I got a, a sense of what that, yeah. that felt. Yeah, I, felt yeah, yeah. And this, and I don't this, even remember the question. And this David though. Bowie, did he have an amazing coat or was it a drab coat? He's had, probably had a bunch of really nice coats. It was very yeah. fashionable. So Uncle Phil left him alone. Oh, yeah, Uncle Phil would have gotten on with David Bowie. I think he'd have been confused, though, because he was very white compared to how black Uncle Phil was. Time is up. Thank you very much, Andy. <laughs> would some Jeffs have tried to chuck him down a well to get one of his coats? I think, I think the Jeffs would have been pretty pleased to meet David Bowie. Okay. Oh, that's good. Yeah, because they were musicians as well. But mm. So, you know, I think they would have bonded over their shared love. In two minutes, we've learnt that uh, what I would mean if I were to say something that's uh, referred to something as being a bit old school mm. um, is uh, it, it means that it happened in the past. So yeah. it happened during the, the time period where um, uh, David Bowie was being cheeky, um, mm. Columbo was on television, or Diana died. Mm. Yeah. That, I think that was more, but that was also quite an old school thing that happened. It wasn't necessarily in the eighties, but you would, if, if someone made a joke about it, you'd be like, "That's old school." Old school, that you know? made a joke about it. Um, any any of those things, Diana dying, right? What sort of joke could you make about Diana dying? I suppose you come from a few angles. It's quite an emotive thing, so it's easy to get a reaction out of people. I've mm. never written a joke about it, but I guess you could say something about how. Um, you know, you, you can mock her, her seatbelt technique or something. You know, I, suppose, how would, how I think you... if we were to brainstorm, we could come up with some, but they might all be quite old school. Well, we might learn right. about more about what you've just yeah. said in a second because we have the, 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 chance. The, the final thing to give to Adam. Absolutely. Perfect. Adam. Hello. Could you tell us what we would mean if we were to say, that's a no-brainer? Your two minutes to start now. So, when you... Um, <clears throat> oh, okay, I want to cut down a tree. Right. We yep. know what tree is. Yep. Yep. We, we absolutely Chainsaws, do. Yep. Just checking. Um, <laughs> we want to kill its fruits. Yeah. Um, or capture it in the space between upright and on the floor. Yeah. Well, I want it on the floor. Okay. I want okay. it gone. Yeah. So I'm like, and you I'm know, not you've gonna... got the tools to do that. <laughs> well, I've got my chainsaw. Yeah. yeah. So I would go. And it's cut. not. It's not telling you what the time is. So no, time to put it to use. It's going to cut down. Or do you need a toilet roll? What, yeah. what it was intended for. Yeah. So I'd go. Can't. Can't get that tree down with my hands. I used my chainsaw. That's a no-brainer. Right. In this instance, have you tried to get it down with your hands? Uh, no, because... Why can't your hands get a tree down? Because I don't think the average person is strong enough to pull a tree down. Just what, like you can't pull the, the, the what, trees the, out of the camera, you need somebody to do it. What's the average you, you person? The average person is... Yeah. How big are they compared to a flip-flop? Uh, I would say... Or Uncle Phil. I would say uh, they're probably about 20 flip-flops laid out. In terms of their length? Stacked or? Uh, uh, like toe to heel, we're kind of going... Could you put a number on that in sort of terms of measurement? 27 flip-flops. But how long would it sort of get some sort of a measurement? Um, in comparison to something, or, or just uh, some sort of form of measurement, five hundred centimeters. Five hundred centimeters. That's quite tall. I just <laughs> yeah. Okay. One hundred and seventy-four like... centimeters is the average person. Okay, so, so yeah. an amount of flip flops, and that's the correct. Okay. Um, how many centimeters would you be? Hundred. Okay. And sixty-four. So are you cheeky? I'm cheeky because I right. think I'm smaller than the average right. person. You think you're smaller? So, uh, uh, yeah. Okay. So I'm cheeky. Right. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I would have said he's about 0. 0.6 Uncle Phil's. No, you know? Uncle Philip Flip Flop. No. <laughs> <laughs> I've just joined. Yeah, you just, <laughs> he's just switched on now. Mad timing. <laughs> First joke of the show, should we end it? Oh. Andy, would you like to sum up what we've learnt there about the phrase? And that's a no-brainer. Uh, if you want to get a tree down, you bypass your hands and you go straight for a chainsaw. <laughs> yeah. That is a no-brainer. No-brainer, that one. Andy. 
at the end of all that, who do you think provided the most satisfactory explanations? Uh, it's it's a no-brainer, I'm afraid. <laughs> I think for, for the, the understanding of, of length, uh, the cheekiness, I think I have to give it to Andy. Yes, thank you. Oh, well thank done, you so much. Andy. Well done. Thank you. Well done. I, I thank thi- you. I, I think Thanks. Uh, as, as much as the, uh, the description of yes. uh, snappy snaps... Uh, built into our Fuck, general yes, I forgot about that. Yeah. general knowledge. Um, uh, and I do think that that was kind of fundamental. It was crucial. I think also, uh, I think also Andy gave the, the most satisfactory. Mm. I, w- I would say I laid well the ground done. quite nicely for Snappy Snaps by immediately well before that describing what a yes. camera and a picture yes. is. So I think having I'll sort still of take credit. various axes via which to understand scale was, was quite handy. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah, yeah. Cheeky lengths. Cheeky cetera. lengths, yeah. It was cheeky. Yeah, yeah. Mm. It's the same thing I teach my class. I'm actually a teacher at primary school. Good God. I'm not. I made that up. Oh. <laughs> why? Um, why did I make it up? I don't know. I just Sometimes I just I lie about myself to, to feel like I'm a different person. Andy oh. Field, thank you very much for joining us. <laughs> I mean, that's cheeky. Thank you. Adam Rhys-Davies, thank you very much for joining thank us. You thank much. you very much. Thanks. Thank you. Oh. Rude. That's a shame. <laughs> That's a waste of time, really, mm. isn't it? You have been listening to Born Yesterday, featuring Andy Barr and me, Alexander Bennett. I created the show, and Steve Pretty composed the music. If you've enjoyed the show, please tell people about it. Follow us on social media and leave us a five-star review on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.